Hey everyone, this is Christy Brent. Thank you for joining us for a podcast from Brave Love Women. Brave Love is a worldwide movement aiming to activate women in their catalytic callings. We believe that women have a unique role in shaping history and that Brave Love Women are women of solution, bringing breakthrough in family, society, and the nations. You are listening to a Brave Love Woman podcast. and we acknowledge your presence in our lives. We just acknowledge your spirit, Lord, wherever we are, in our rooms, in our homes, in our uh, living rooms, in our kitchens, God. We just welcome you. We invite your presence to literally invade our homes right now. And we just give you our hearts. We give you our affection, Jesus. We give you our worship this morning. We give you all of our love. And we just, we say with, with open an open heart and open hands and open ears, we want to hear from you. We need you. We need your voice. We need your presence. We need your empowerment. We need your spirit. And God, we just come to you boldly as women, Lord, in agreement and unity from all over the world, asking you to come and speak to us. It's just such an amazing opportunity, God, to seek you, not just with a small group of five, but to seek you with women around the world. And so, Lord, I pray that you would deposit in each of us exactly what you want to speak to us. God, I pray for every woman, Lord, let each of us walk away filled with faith, filled with courage, filled with fresh vision, filled with the empowerment of your spirit. And Lord, I pray for Shannon. God, I pray that you would speak through her, Lord. I pray that you would literally pierce our hearts through what she shares today. God, bless this call. Bless every woman on it, Lord. And we thank you for Zoom in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes, God, thank you for Zoom. <laughs> We're still quarantined here. We can't, we still can't have more than like 10 people. It's so crazy. We're like, oh, come on. Because <laughs> well, you know, when you have a gathering anointing, not being able to gather just makes you crazy. <laughs> but um, anyways, wow, I'm so excited. I just feel the joy of the Lord this morning. I just I think because I'm a mom. Uh, you know, I have six kids and, um, and every time I, when my kids are really getting it and they're like applying, like when I'm like trying to help them understand, uh, it just brings me so much joy. And I just feel like the Lord, he's really coming and helping all of us understand what he's saying and what he's doing. Like we're getting greater clarity than we ever have before. Would you guys agree? Just nod your head. Like, like, do you guys agree? Like, I just feel like, man, God is so He's just so eager. He's so eager to be with us. We're like, we're not begging him to reveal something to us that he doesn't want to reveal to us. Like he's so eager. He delights in us. He loves us. He wants us to know his, he wants us to know why he created us more than we do. And man, when I think about that, I'm like, man, nothing can stop that. My shortcomings can't stop that. My hangups can't stop that. The enemy can't stop that. He's nothing compared to Jesus. He's nothing. We're not talking about a, an equal fight. We're not talking about two equals fighting. Satan is nothing compared to Jesus. Jesus is King of King, Lord of Lords over all the earth. Satan is a fallen angel. He's nothing. And I just, I feel like the Lord's, he's helping us understand how powerful he is. And he wants to shift our focus from all the ways where the enemy might keep us from moving forward to actually that we have the King of Kings and Lord and Lord and the Lord of Lords inside of us. That's more, more committed to us stepping into the fullness of our purpose than we are. Gosh, I hope that that gives you guys so much hope this morning. Yeah. Like, just like, yes, that's so true. It's like, man, that's not just something we're saying. It's not just something we're saying to make you guys feel good about yourselves. This is the reality. Jesus is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He's the hope of glory. He lives inside of you. And he has chosen you to use you as the mouthpiece to shift and to change the whole earth to usher in his return. That is your reality. That's why we're on this call. That's why we're gathering. That's why we said yes. This morning, I want to talk about hearing and obeying. And we want to talk about the reality of simple obedience. 
the reality of simple obedience, okay? I'm gonna try to go through this very fast. We have a few girls who are gonna share this morning. I cannot wait for you to hear from them. I'm more excited about you guys hearing from them than hearing from me. But I'm gonna lay the foundation that they're gonna build on. So I know that all of you guys are getting crazy calls. We were on the call, we were at the summit, we're getting mantles. We're like, we all know that we're like global domination. It's no joke. Like I'm actually going to globally dominate. You know what I mean? Like we are getting like the tools. We are pumped. We're like, let's go. I'm actually, God showed me I'm going to end sex trafficking. God showed me I am going to be an advocate, you know, in the Supreme Court for the nation, for the United States of America. Like, you know, we're getting these crazy calls. We are getting clarity. We're getting mantles. We're getting anointed. We're understanding that God not, hasn't just anointed us, but he's appointed us to do crazy things, wild things. And what the Lord was showing me was like, he was like, Shannon, we're, we are getting, and all of that's true and it's right. And now the Lord wants us to just show us where to start. He wants to show us the steps of obedience that we need to take so that we can step into the fullness of those calls. And probably most of you guys know it requires faithfulness. It requires faithfulness to steward what God is showing us. And, and I feel like, again, like, I don't think I, I have like the market on this, but I have some understanding because of my personal experience. I'm going to tell you guys one example. Um, a few years ago, um, actually literally just three years ago, I had been, you know, I had started running and I was running like five K's and, um, cause you know, I'm like, I'm going to run five K's. <laughs> And like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Kung Fu Panda. Uh, you know the part where he gets to the top of the stairs and he's like, <laughs> that was me after like the first like a quarter of a mile. I'm like, what was I thinking? I'm never going to be able to run 5Ks. This is crazy. Um, but, but I started and I'd go a little bit farther and I'd go a little bit farther. And sometimes I would walk. I called it my run. I wasn't running. I was walking the whole time. It took me an hour. Like, you know, it was like the slowest jog you can ever imagine, like jogging. <laughs> And then if like, and we have to like run on a highway here. So, um, so if people were like passing, of course I picked it up. I'd see like, you know, someone's truck or one of my friends, like they're kind of coming down the highway. I'm like, I'd pick it up. Like, hey, like, you know, just go around running my morning jog, you know, and then they'd get out of my view and I'm like, ah. <laughs> start walking. I'm not exaggerating. This is totally real. This is a very real story. Um, and, um, and I, and I'd slow down and start walking. So anyways, I built it up where I was able to, to jog, um, you know, a 5k and, um, but honestly, I wasn't able to do it unless I was listening to music or a podcast because it felt like I was wasting time. I'm like, I'm not just going to go for a run just to go for a run. I have got to like make the most of this time. And so I would run with like, some of you guys know who Lou Engel is and his podcasts are basically just speaking in tongues. And so I would run and I'm like, I am like, you know, I am coming against every demon. I am running and I am like, like, I am like, you know, like breaking strongholds and all this stuff. And I'm running again. I'm not exaggerating. This is 100% real. I'm a very extreme personality. And, um, and so I'm running and I'm praying and I'm like, honestly, guys, I thought this, there's no way I'm going to be able to run if I don't have something helping me. You know what I mean? Like I needed like a little, you know, I need, I needed help to get it going. I needed some rhythm, you know, I'm like running, like, you know, listening to like heavy metal. Like, I'm not kidding. Like it's just crazy. Okay. So not heavy metal, like, like anyways, it doesn't matter the chariot or me without you, like, like bands that I don't want to really know except my husband and it's fine. And so one day the Lord spoke to me and I felt this invitation from the Lord. Shay, would you run? Would you unplug? Would you run in silence? And of course I'm thinking, that's crazy. That's not God. He knows I can't run in silence. I can't, I can't run in silence. Like that's definitely not the Lord. But it was like, I felt the invitation from the Lord. And I felt the Lord say, Shay, there are things I need to show you. And I can't, I can't tell you if you're plugging your ears to listen. And I just, again, guys, like I felt this invitation from the Lord. Now you need to understand when I was dedicated as a baby, when I was dedicated as a baby, a, 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 a very powerful man of God prophesied over me and said she, her voice will be heard in the nations before kings and queens. I've had words over my life um, that you, I will be the mother of nations. 
And, you know, you get these, we get these big words, we're getting these mantles and I'm like, okay, like, like, okay. And, and it was like, I just trusted the Lord in this moment. Like, Lord, if you want me to unplug, then I just trust you. There's something that you're wanting to do or say that I can't understand. It felt like a very dumb, very small thing, a seemingly small thing. Okay. But I, I did it. And honestly, for th about three months, nothing. It was the worst. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I wasn't getting any downloads. God wasn't speaking to me clearly. I mean, I'm like quoting scripture while I'm running. I'm, I'm singing as much as I can while I'm out of breath while I'm running. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not like unplug download. It wasn't like that. It was like, I just, I just knew I wasn't supposed to run and listen to something at the same time. And all of a sudden, I started getting crazy visions. I started the Lord one day, just all of a sudden, I was running and I just saw this picture and I saw, um, you know, just it, too, too much to explain, but God started speaking to me very, very clearly. And I thought, wow, that was really profound. I should write that down. And then the next time I saw something, actually, I'll just tell you guys, it was really, really crazy. I saw just Andy and Blake, my husband and Andy Bird, and they're, you know, really good friends. And, um, and they were running into a nation and they were driving a stake in the ground. And when they drove the stake in the ground, I looked and I saw what nation it was. And it's a closed nation. And, um, and I saw, um, like, uh, all of a sudden I saw something come and it broke this womb. And all of a sudden the press God came and flooded the nation. And I knew that revival was going to hit this nation that's closed and that God was going to use my husband and Andy Bird. Well, after the second time of a very clear, very profound, you know, uh, picture, I thought I should tell Andy and Blake. So I wrote them, <laughs> including my husband, because, you know, we're um, just like high five and he's going out the door and, you know, whatever. Sometimes it's just like that. Not during quarantine. Um, but um, and, um, and 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 like a month later, um, you know, Andy wrote me and he's like, Shannon, I, I feel like you're supposed to go to that nation. And I said, no, 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 no. That's not what I saw. <laughs> I saw you and Blake going to that nation. And, um, and he's like, but God gave you the vision. And I knew it was the Lord. And so I, um, I, I went um, and I took one of the girls with me that was on my team. She just called me, she said, Shay, I'm going with you. And I'm like, are you sure? And she's like, I don't have anything to say. I just know I'm supposed to go with you. And we went together and um, we did, we gathered um, the, the females of, an, of the underground church in a closed nation. And um, it was the first time they had ever done anything like that. This is just two years ago. It's crazy to think that it's just a couple of years ago. And um, I was standing there. And it was so powerful, guys, because something had happened to me with a young with a young man there that God wrecked me for my whole life. Like uh, wrecked me for my whole life. My heart broke um, for the unreached people of this nation, and I knew that I was going to carry training for the women to reach their own people. And um, God gave me a whole thing, like just from being quiet. And I and I and I was uh, uh, standing there, and all I shared this message with the women, with all of these women from super young to super old. I mean, there was like nine year olds in the room and like 90 year olds in the room. And, um, and they're all there with their little head coverings, you know, they're just like, we're all on the floor. Like it's, it's just, you cannot comprehend how wild this moment was. And I'm sitting there and they're all begin to weave as I'm sharing the story about becoming like carrying a mother's heart for this nation. And they begin to stand up and like release this crazy cry in their language of like God giving, giving them their, a mother's heart for their own people and they were weeping and I'm standing I'm looking and I'm like how did this even happen and the Lord was like do you want to know why you're here and I'm like Lord why am I here and he was like because you unplugged because you unplugged that's why you're here it wasn't because I'm a superstar. It wasn't because I felt called to this nation. I never even knew anything about this nation. It was none of those things. It was literally this simple step of obedience that didn't make any sense. I didn't know where it was going to lead me. I didn't know. 
and suddenly I'm in a closed nation gathering women for the first time ever of the underground church. And I'm there because of a step of simple obedience. I want us to look at first, first, and sec, first Samuel 16 and 17. I'm just, you don't have to turn there. I'm just going to give you guys a, because I always want to share a biblical understanding because you might forget my story, but you'll always have the Bible to go back to. I want you guys to think about David. King David, before he was the king, he was a shepherd. He was in the field. I was thinking there's so many things I could share. There's so many biblical examples. Like, I want to share all of them. I love the Bible so much. I love the word of God so much. I love it so much. And please listen to me, girls. I really want to challenge all of you to read the word of God every day, even if it's one verse. If you have time to hop on Instagram, you have time to hop on version and read a Bible verse. Okay, come on. Let's really like, I, I have never done a biblical study school. I am not a theology major. None of those things. But every day I read the word of God. Every day I read the word of God and it's just implanted in my heart. And so I want to challenge all of you guys just to trust that. Read the word of God every day. If you don't want to start, just start in Matthew. Just read through it. That's what I do. Just read through it over and over and over again. Don't be so concerned about where to start. Just start reading the word of God every day. Make a commitment that you won't go to bed without reading, even if it's one verse. And so... Um, so anyways, so we're talking about David, and I want you guys to really think about this. This is wild. David, you know, he's, he's the youngest. He's all these brothers, and, um, you know, there, there's kind of a, a shift. And uh, for the sake of time, I'm just going to touch on just these keys with David to um, emphasize what I'm trying to communicate. So David is the youngest. He's out in the field. This capital P prophet comes to his house, the prophet of a nation. Like, this is scary. I don't know if any of you guys know who Amy Ward is or any of you guys know, like there's like capital P prophets still alive in this world today. Like it's real. If they just showed up at your house, you'd be like, you'd be scared. I'd be like, why is Amy here? What is she? What's going on? Like, you know what I mean? Like we'd be like, crap, we're in trouble. I'd be running to the room, like just a second. I'd be running to my room, making sure the Lord like searching my heart and I was repentant. You know, like, I'm not kidding. Like these, these, this still exists today. So I want you guys to imagine, you know what I mean? The capital P prophet of a nation comes to your house. And you're the youngest of all these brothers, seven brothers, right? And, and the capital P prophet's looking for the next king. And he's like, it's none of these. Do you have any other sons? And, you know, of course, Jesse said, yes, I have one son. He's out in the field. Bring him to me. He brings, he brings David in. He's the youngest. And the Lord says to Samuel, this is him. He literally pours a horn of oil over David's head. He anoints him to be the king of a nation. Like talk about a mantle falling. <laughs> he gets this huge word, you're going to be the next king. This is crazy. It's like what happened to us at the summit. Mantles were falling on us. We are seeing huge things. We are going to literally disciple nations. We're going to end abortion. We are going to end sex trafficking. We are getting the horn of oil has fallen on us. But then you need to understand what happened next. Samuel leaves and David goes back to the field. He goes back to the field, girls. He goes back to being a shepherd. This is crazy. And the next thing that happens is, a, is, is you know, or, or not the very next thing, but a, a chapter later, his dad says to him, because all of his brothers go to war, and his dad says to him, son, come out of the field. Here, I want you to take this bread and cheese and take it to your brothers at the front line of the army. I mean, can you imagine how David feels? I'm like, if I was David, I'd be like, do you know that I'm like anointed to be like the king, right? Like bread and cheese, seriously? Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it just feels so ridiculous. You're like, wow okay like you saw like that capital p prophet like come to our house right and like anoint me like the oil is dripping all over my beard like the whole bit right or maybe he didn't even have a beard then he probably didn't but it's like do you understand what i'm saying like this feels crazy but he does it simple obedience bread and cheese he takes it to the front line and this is literally where the turning point of david's life and the thing that's so crazy, guys, is David knew it. David knew it was a turning point because he says, and, and you have to understand, he was carrying justice for his nation. 
Because what the key was, why he even wanted to fight Goliath, is he says, he basically says, your servant has struck down. This is uh, 1 Samuel 17, verse 36. He says, your servant has struck down both lions and bears, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be like one of them, for he has defied the armies of the living God. Do you realize he's going to go fight the giant because of justice? This is like his heart was carrying a heart of justice for his people and for his nation already, even just as a shepherd boy. And the thing that's so awesome is he says to Saul, he said, your servant, because Saul's like, are you going to go? And he says to him, your servant used to be a shepherd. I used to be. I don't know if you guys remember Brian talking about, and we touched on that, like these key turning points. But David knew that he was in a prophetic moment that was going to shift because he believed the word of the Lord, even though he had only been a shepherd all this time. He believed that he was at a turning point where he was literally, his obedience to take bread and cheese to the army shifted everything for the rest of his life. And so I want to touch on that because I feel like the Lord wants to release steps of obedience for us today. He wants us to understand like everything that God said is true. And we are, you guys are going to, it's going to take all of us to see the great awakening. It's going to take every single one of you guys. You guys are going to reach people that I cannot reach. I see Esther, Lima, Isabella, Diana, like Autumn Rose, like you girls are going to reach people I can't reach. There are people around you that you're going to, that you're supposed to get to. I told you guys last week, they're not waiting for me. They're not waiting for Rachel or for Michaela or Emily Brent. They're waiting for you. They're waiting for your yes. And I think that there's some, a place that God wants to truly empower us where we believe the words of the Lord, they're huge, but we understand like, as I am where I am, what are my steps of obedience right now to begin to move towards what you've called me to do? And that's what we want to release today. Amen. All right, Michaela, take it. Oh my gosh. That was so good. I was like taking notes on all that stuff. But honestly, your, uh, the story of you running has, has really marked me. I've, I've heard that you share that multiple times. And every single time I just go, God, you really care about the smallest obedience. Like it is not, there's nothing too small in the spectrum of what God wants to do for us to obey him, to see nations open, to see people totally like captivated by the love of Jesus with our own wisdom out of, out of just our own wisdom of this whole thing out of the door. I think that when I was, um, Shannon and me talked on Monday and she's like, I really feel like you have something to share. I'm like, and she's like, what are you burning for? I'm like, you know what? It's so, I, I took it to the Lord and I said, God, I don't know. Like, what am I burning for? Like, yes, I love, I love activating women. I love seeing women know who they are and run after Jesus. Like that's a huge part of my assignment. Like that will always be part of it. But I was like, God, right now in this season, I am burning for you. And he, I, I just looked, all I'm burning for is for you, Jesus. Like, and he looks at me, he goes, he didn't look at me, but you know, in the time with the Lord, you know, he goes, but isn't that enough? And I was just so struck in my time right now with the Lord, that burning for Jesus, that me, my simple obedience, I'm not picking up a cause. I, I felt like this, um, this, this hit me earlier today that there's, there's, we, as women of God, we can't replicate religion by telling people that they need to burn for a cause more than they burn for Jesus. Like we will teach them religion if we model that the cause is our heart cry. Jesus is our heart cry. We can't be concerned with the, the causes around us more than we're concerned with Jesus. Because when we are filled with God, when we are burning for Jesus, we will walk out in obedience. And for me right now, I was... Um, I don't know. That's, that's like, it just, it's hitting me so much. I was like, God, that's it. Um, I was talking to my friend Holly a couple uh, weeks ago and I was telling her kind of like this thing I've been struggling with of like, I, I just feel like what I'm doing isn't making impact. Like I was like, I just feel like I'm doing small things. Of course, that's kind of probably how a lot of us feel right now. We're in quarantine. 
what, like, are you on the streets, like, you know, rescuing children? Are you doing the things that are on your heart? Like, you know, you, I'm sure right now, if you just close your eyes and like picture your life, like what the fruit of your life was going to look like, you would probably picture something really heroic. Like, brave love is our heart we want to be these women who at the end of our life like you know we're marked this was a storyline that we you know we carried out but what I was thinking is like honestly at the end of my life I don't really care if I was known for solving something more than what I care about is knowing that I was obedient to Jesus and that totally to the end of my days faithfulness to small obedience was my like greatest burning like more than anything else. I think, I think back to times before I joined circuit riders and joined in what we're doing with brave love. And there was this one moment, it's so simple, but the Lord at the end of my DTS, I was finishing up my time in New Zealand and the Lord just said, um, this is all I said, said, get in your car and drive West. It's a faith journey. And I had only heard about circuit riders very minimally, and it was five years ago. And it was, we really weren't doing a, we didn't know what we were doing sometimes. Like, Carrie the Love had just done one tour. You know, they had, we didn't know if it was going to be this continual thing. I didn't know what I was doing. And I was just like, okay, I'll get in my, drive, my car, drive west. It's a faith journey. And the Lord started speaking about 21 Project and all these different things. But if I hadn't just been so sure of that small step of obedience to get in my car and drive west and knew that whatever was going to happen, I'm from Georgia, so I was just going to drive across country, um, whatever's going to happen, that the Lord was going to be faithful to that. And I'm, I'm looking back on times of just simple obedience and thinking, if I did not obey, I like would have missed a huge part of what God wanted to do in my life. I did not know what, we, what I was going to be going into. I didn't know the next step. I didn't really, all I knew is I loved Jesus and his words to me were life. And so um, I think one thing right now is just that my simple step of obedience right now in this time is to burn for Jesus and to be a well for people. That I would be a, like living water would flow out of me that in this time of death, like there's people who are in the desert seasons of their life or really feeling like we're in this crazy moment that there's going to be an outflowing of obedience and faithfulness in my life that will just be, uh, I don't know, fruit for people, you know, like, it's so simple, but it's like, I just wanted to give this charge of like, um, me and Holly were talking and I was going through this thing. And this is the last thing I'll say is that, um, she was going through and she's like, Michaela, you not, everyone can do this. And I'm not, don't, don't take this as me. This is not me. This is totally the Lord. I was God. She goes, not everyone can do this, but you wrote a blank check. You wrote a blank check to God. And um, when I came to Circuit Riders, I wrote a blank check. I, I didn't know how, what it would cost me. I had no idea. I didn't know how long it would like would take um, for anything. I didn't know what I was saying yes to. I didn't know like what I would give up. I didn't know what I would gain. I didn't know. I I wrote a blank check. And I think that there is a moment in our lives in the season of unknown that we're in that we need to write a blank check to Jesus. Blank, give him a blank check. Like, I don't care what it costs me. I don't care what, what I have to give up. I don't care what um, how long it takes me. I will write a blank check to the Lord for to like say like, we're, don't ever cash it in. Just keep adding to the check. Like, keep adding to the, the thing. Like, I don't want to say like, I did that. You know, that was the end. Like the, the cashing of the check will be in heaven. I'm not worried about that. Like the, I like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, that's what I feel from the Lord for this hour is that don't despise a small obedience in your life. Write the Lord a blank check for what you're doing and just whatever he would call you to do and be ready by saturating yourself in the word and doing the Bible. I mean, in James, don't just be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. Read the Bible like Shannon's saying and do it. Just love genuinely. Like it says in in, uh, in Romans chapter 12, just abhor evil and love with genuine love. Like that is enough obedience. So before you try to do the, the massive steps next, just do the Bible, love people, you know, and that's like, that's obedience in itself. I mean, it, it is the definition of obedience. So that's all I have to say, but that was all that was burning on my heart for today. It's so good. I think it's noteworthy guys. That it's just, we have to, we have to believe that every seemingly small yes adds up. We have to believe that. We have to believe that like when the Lord gives us an invitation to unplug, 
without knowing any, never knowing the end result, that there's something he's after and trusting him and believing him yeah. and taking him at his word. And I thought that that's what you've done, Michaela. Like you're like taking Lord at his word. Like, Lord, I don't know how this is going to end. I don't know. It seems really small, mm -hmm. but the Lord's just like, trust me, trust me, trust me. And so I feel like before Jess and Rachel pray, will you just, I mean, um, share, will you just pray that for us? Let's ask yeah. the Lord right now that the Lord, I felt like the, the, you need to pray for us to release that, that we would all, that unbelief would be broken, yes. that we don't really hear God, mm -hmm. yes. that we would remove doubt and unbelief Yes. right now. Mm -hmm. And then that we would actually, I'll do that. And I'm going to have you pray that the Lord would just release, that we would have the faith to trust yes. him to, to like, just write that blank check. Okay. Yes. So father, right now yes. we do right now in Jesus name, Lord, we break all doubt yes. and unbelief off of our hearts and off of our minds. Lord, we remove even um, experiential doubt where we thought we heard you and it didn't turn out the way we thought it would. Yes. And it caused us to doubt that we heard you. We break that lie right now in Jesus' name. Yes. And we release fresh faith over every heart today. Fresh faith over every mind today. Father, I thank you that we do have the mind of Christ. And that we do hear your voice. And that you're eager to speak to us. You're eager to make known to us your paths. And so, Father, right now, in Jesus' name, all doubt, go. Yes, Lord. Unbelief, go right now. And we receive faith, faith to be hearers and doers of the word of God. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead, Michaela. Yes, Lord. We we love you, God. We love you for all of our days, Jesus. We want to say that whatever the cost, and we, we say that so many times, you Lord. But right now, Jesus, I ask God that what the courage would rise up in us, Jesus, to take you at your word, Lord, to write you just a blank check for our lives of God, whatever it costs, Lord, however long it takes, Jesus, whatever, whatever uh sacrifice needs to be made, whatever amount of surrender, how many whatever the cost, Jesus, we are signing up as brave of women, Lord, to carry just a blank check for you, Lord, to say yes at all costs, to say we will just, we give you all of those things, Lord. God, give us faith that you will fulfill everything you've said. God, give us the faith that we need to accomplish everything you've called us to, Lord. We love you, Jesus. Yes, God, we love you, God. Wow. Okay, Jess and Rach. Guys, this is Jess and Rachel. They're amazing. <laughs> they're, some of, they're some of my dearest friends, and we've known each other for years, and they're on my core team here in Kona, and we meet together every week, pray together, pray for our marriages, pray for global domination. You know, we just pray for whatever God wants us to, and we've been doing this for years, and they're just so special and amazing. They really are carrying this. And so I asked them to share this morning because their testimony is so powerful. I was going to share their testimony, and I thought, actually, I should just have them share. <laughs> so um, so anyways, yeah, so this is Jess and Rachel. <laughs> so fun. Thanks, Shannon. Thanks for letting us even share here. We're so excited. And Michaela, just really quick, everything you said, like, I feel like, I was fighting back tears like we were getting yeah. so hit as you were speaking what you said was seriously yeah. so right yeah and just I just feel like even moving forward it's like that heart posture of what you're saying is the is everything like yeah. it's what we need like even what you're saying like when God does give us simple steps like simple okay here's the practicals of what I'm going to do to get towards even these mantles God's speaking yeah. all of that mm -hmm. like we cannot move away from that because it's true there's such a danger of okay then i'll find my identity in the simple steps or in the mantles or whatever mm -hmm. but it's like gosh we have to carry that with us mm -hmm. and have that be what everything else is flowing from so it's yeah. just like thank you for saying that like yeah. it was so god yeah it's so necessary to come from that mm -hmm. posture of purity and saying jesus it's all for you Seriously. and our hearts are activated once we have like that pure motivation like jesus you're actually all it's about it doesn't matter the outcome it doesn't matter where i'm like headed in like a year from now by saying yes to this or whatever it is but it's like no matter what it costs no matter where you go it's yeah. first and foremost jesus and i feel like that's the perfect place for us to start even thinking of 
like okay this is actually what i'm burning for now what are my simple steps of obedience like it might just be jesus and that's right you know but then even allowing god to speak from that place of having a pure posture like it's just jesus and so yeah just thank you so much because yes. it's totally what the lord is doing and it's totally right and it's the yeah. perfect platform for the lord to really speak yeah, practical right. steps so, so yeah yes. so good <laughs> love you guys so much so, love you um yeah so we're just gonna share um i guess just like our really simple story of what god spoke to us and how we're practically walking out in it because it's always helpful to hear you know <laughs> so for us um rachel and i both which is really helpful we both feel we both burn specifically for Jesus first and foremost, but then a big thing that we really burn for is to see women walk in their identity and knowing that it's rooted in Jesus. Because so often we find it in so many different places. And we, like so many of you, we have so many journal entries, uh, but like so many of these huge words that we're talking about, like for us, one of our one of the areas we feel is to see women walk in that identity piece, especially in the fashion industry, in Hollywood, and it's kind of crazy. There's like these huge words and kind of like really far out there. How would we even do that? <laughs> but thankful for God <laughs> that he can. But I think for us, for so long, we wrestled with this whole thing of like, okay, like we have all these things, but what do we practically do? Like for us, we always have that thing where we're like, okay, what's the practical? Like, how do we, how do we do it in our everyday moments? We don't just want it to be something we sit and stew on, which is still good. But I think we wanted to move. We felt the Lord inviting us to move into something greater and yeah. like stepping out in it in obedience. So for us, um, God ended up speaking to both of us super clearly. We were already friends and we were just asking the Lord and we felt him really clearly say to us to start a blog. And especially if any of you know, we live in Kona on an island, nowhere near anything with fashion. Usually we're three or four years behind. So we're like, okay, what are we going to do? But, so the Lord spoke really specifically, though, to um, start a blog. Yeah. And so, and honestly, when Rachel and I heard that, we were like, that's probably not true. We don't know anything about No, blogging. no, no. What they said was, they're like, this is the stupidest thing ever. We're not doing it. I'm like, we should pray. And then we all anointed them. We're like, you are doing the blog. It's the Lord. Let's go. You guys are praying, Mom. They were like, ah. Yeah. It's so true. It felt, it felt really like ridiculous because we weren't like, oh my gosh, we're totally <laughs> bloggers. We're like, how do you do a blog? What do bloggers <laughs> like it was just like it felt so like left field and so for us to be like okay we're totally gonna do this we totally had to battle like insecurity yeah. and lies of feeling really yes. dumb and unqualified and so yeah I just feel yeah. like no, it's so true and I think we just got so hit of that and honestly we didn't even we had so many things holding us back to of like gosh we're gonna be those girls that are trying to start a blog like talking about ourselves the five thousand blog that's out seriously, there seriously we're like anyone else is doing it 100 people are probably doing it way better than us really is this really your plan god yeah, yeah. but he kept hammering it and just being like this is right and thank god for shannon and so many <laughs> others who came around us and we're like no this is god you need to do it and he's gonna move so we were just kind of like, okay, we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. We're going to do the practical and we'll just see what happens. Yeah. So do you want to share a little bit of how we built that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it was like, okay, we heard like our heart for it's for Jesus first and foremost, but it's also, we want to see transformation in women because yeah. that's really what we burn for. And I just remember like looking on the internet and I'm like, gosh, there are so many women being inspired by broken women on the internet. Right. They're hurt. They're insecure. Yeah. The things that matter the most maybe right. are like the way they look or the way they dress or how much money they have. And I was like, gosh, my heart is so gripped because these women who are reading these blog posts are being inspired by broken women and we have to do something. And it was recognizing that injustice, recognizing I am burning for women. Like, what can I do? Yeah. And the platform is the blog and it feels ridiculous, but I'm like, I believe that Jesus is saying this. So we're just going to go for it. Like totally. we might have no followers ever. No one <laughs> might ever hear of our blog, but because I'm obedient, like that's Jesus is my main motivation. Yeah. His pleasure over my yeah, life right. is what I live for. I live for Jesus. And so even if the outcome is ridiculous and it's not anything yeah. that I thought it would be like Jesus is worth it. And so Jess and I just really were intentional of meeting and praying and asking the Lord. We're like, okay, God, what domain do we use? Like to the point of like, who's going to host our blog to like 
how should we do a mood board and a color scheme? And like, yeah, so every right. detail was like, Jesus, we want to bring you glory in this word of the Lord. Like we believe you're saying this. So we're going to say yes to the minor details to the major. <laughs> yeah. And so yes. we just started blogging and we were like, had two followers and we were like, okay, let's do this. And so we were like, trying to figure out the details and at first we were like okay we'll write about fashion but we'll also write about Jesus but we'll write about a cool recipe we like and then we'll so we just were kind of figuring out what does this really look like to walk out in this word of the Lord and honestly it wasn't like we started blogging bam oh my gosh we know exactly what to do but it was like an ironing out of like okay we're gonna try this maybe it works we know that yeah. God said this, so maybe we'll try this. And just yeah. continually asking the Lord for guidance in our practical steps of just blogging. Yeah. And so we started a blog and then we just signed up no matter if we never saw one impact. Yeah. And I remember even just like a short testimony is like, yeah. gosh, Jesus, you're the, first of all, like Jesus is the motivation and in his kindness, there's fruit that comes because when women are activated and obedient, like there can't help but be fruit, you know, because Jesus is so kind in that, that he just wants to, he shows himself in that way. And I think one of the things is I remember writing a post about being yielded to Jesus. And I was like, this feels really vulnerable, but I feel like I just need to just like punch this. I'm like, okay, being yielded and being obedient, no matter what the cost, no matter what it looks like. I know that's my story. After I got saved when I was 16, I was like, okay, I'm all in Jesus. Like, it doesn't matter what other people say. And so I write this post and then one of our friends um, sends us a text and she screenshots it screenshots it and says, Hey, this girl from my, my sister's high school group read your blog post. And she just decided to give her life to Jesus Come because on. of what you wrote. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I literally thought no one would ever read this, but I'm like, Oh my gosh, God is doing it. Like in his kindness yeah. that he, people are actually going to be impacted. And all yes. I did was say yes, but it felt so yeah, humbling on. and it felt totally. so beautiful. Like, wow, God, you're actually going to move when I say yes. Yeah. And like, it just like developed in us such a thankfulness. And we were like, gosh, it's actually so important for us to be obedient. And no, not every single girl on this call is going to make a blog, but you know what your heart is burning for and you know that you're activated. And so it's now about the like, okay, what's my next step for us? We're like, we're burning for Jesus. We're burning for women. Let's try a blog. We'll see what happens. And then all of a sudden we get a message, maybe two years into it that a girl gets saved you know but I really believe that even I just felt like the Lord was saying when Michaela was talking I I heard the Lord say I'm developing faithfulness I'm developing faithfulness I'm developing faithfulness no matter what it looks like it's not going to be glamorous the days where you're like okay I woke up again and I read my Bible again and I made a blog post because that's the word of the Lord but it's not looking at these huge callings saying it's going to happen tomorrow but it's the everyday faithfulness that maybe in 10 years from now we're actually going to see even more impact or whatever it looks like. Like we'll see ourselves maybe one day in Hollywood getting to talk to someone, speaking identity over them, but that's not the goal. It's being obedient to Jesus and it's faithfulness in our lives. And I believe that this generation of women, we need to be faithful. We can't get taken out quickly. We can't get taken out easily, but really God's developing faithfulness in each of us so that we are saying yes to Jesus and he accomplishes what he wants to on the earth. And so Yes. It's so good. (laughs) Yes. This is so good. How do you even say anything? (laughs) But like, I just feel like too, God's even been like shifting in my heart. And I feel like he wants to do it for us as well today. Like God cares. Like so often we talk about the small steps and we call them small. Yeah. But to God, like, I feel like he's been like, what if the things that are huge to you, what if those small steps that you say are small are actually huge to me? Yeah. Like, will you change your perspective? So Can I change annoying. it for you mm-hmm. to show you how much I delight over you re- staying up late and writing that yeah. like three, <laughs> three page blog post? Like, <laughs> I'm, all, I'm stoked about oh, it. Like, yeah, I yeah. can't wait. I'm so excited that like her heart would say yes to me yeah. when she could easily go hang out with their friends mm-hmm. or go be with her husband or even her kids. Like your obedience to me in doing that small thing is huge and so I don't know I just feel like even today God wants to shift that so I think yeah yeah Yeah, I want I want Jess to just we're gonna we're gonna break into small groups on this call 
And we're going to have you guys just open your mouth and just say it to each other. Yeah. Um, because I feel like this is so, guys, this is, I know it feels really simple and really like, but it's, it's, it's what the Lord wants to do. It's how we're going to get there. It's yes. in the everyday yes. In yeah. the everyday, Jesus, you have my yes. Mm -hmm. Jesus, you have my yes. yes. Even if it seems small, Jesus, you have my yes. I trust you. I yeah. know that you're leading me into this. Yeah. And I've watched these girls be faithful and they have authority to release this. This place of faithfulness and simple obedience and trusting the Lord. And so I want you guys just to pray for that, that for us. Yeah. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna wait on the Lord for a minute together. Mm -hmm to hear the Lord. Yeah. Grab your journal, grab your, grab a piece of paper, grab your, you know, if you guys are on your phones, just go to your notes section and get ready to write down. I want you to assume that what the Lord's speaking, this is going to, in this next few minutes, that what the Lord, what you hear is from the Lord. I want us to assume that what we hear is from the Lord. I'm telling you, there's, a, there's an anointing on brave love when we gather in these yeah. moments to hear from the Lord very clearly with precision, yeah. prescription, prescription keys precision like that it's like oh this is the key that's going to unlock that giant door yeah. and the lord wants to speak to us because he's like he knows he has our yes we're all activated yeah. we don't need more activation I'm like i'm ready let's freaking go yeah. but the lord's like all right i'm going to tell you where to start running yeah. i'm going to show you where to go and so i i want us to pray that yeah so i feel like it's like lord we're gonna we're gonna ask rachel i feel like for sure we're gonna just pray a release of faithfulness yeah. great faith comes with faithfulness so rachel you gotta you gotta pray that because yeah. obviously, as you were just saying, I was like, whoa. <laughs> and then yeah. we're going to ask the Lord, what are we, where, again, like, what am I burning for? Simple. Mm -hmm. And where are we going to start? Yeah. The steps of obedience. And so, Jess, you pray that for us. And then we're going to take a minute yeah. to hear from the Lord in silence. Yeah. And then we're going to break you guys into small groups. So some of you need to go, great, but just commit to telling someone. When you tell someone, it's, again, it's serving the enemy notice. Like, this is where we're going. This is what I'm doing. I'm not waiting for just the big moment mm -hmm. or even a big stage moment. Mm -hmm. I'm in the everyday going to be obedient to everything that God's speaking to me. I'm going to lean in and press into his heart to hear what's in his heart in the everyday, in every moment, whether it's blogs, it's small groups. Yeah. Like you guys will understand. Again, I could share so many examples, mm -hmm. but even my small group, I started a small group years ago, just out of obedience to the Lord. We went to New Zealand with 22, the women who were in my small group. <laughs> We all went to New Zealand last year together, 22 of us by small group. And every girl was bringing breakthrough. Every girl was releasing the presence of God. Every person that was on that trip was supposed to be there. And every one of them were reaching different people. And it was powerful. Yeah. Like, it's not just small groups. The enemies try to lie to us like, oh, you're going to just do a small group. That's really small. It's like, you don't understand what happens when my small group gets together. <laughs> presence of God comes. We get start dreaming. We start like, what's God, God's putting on your heart? What's God saying to you? Let's go. Yeah. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? There is power when we break yeah. that lie from the enemy. Like this yeah. is small. This isn't yeah. going to get anywhere. Yeah. And so we are like, we are removing those lies mm -hmm. and we're making commitments to hearing from the Lord in these places, steps of obedience. Yeah. Yeah. So Rachel, why don't you release faithfulness? And then yeah. Jess, we're going to ask the Lord, what am I burning? Like, what are my steps of obedience today? This is what we're all asking the Lord yeah. right now. We're going to take a minute. And then we're going to break into small groups. And you guys are just, just, if everyone, I want to give really clear direction. If everyone shares mm -hmm. for one or two minutes, just what the Lord showed you, mm -hmm. guys, I'm burning for sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start by helping a foster mom take care of her kids every week. Yeah. Like the steps of obedience. I have this one brain for, and this is my step of obedience. So good. Every week, I'm going to take a meal to a family that's in crisis. Yeah. I can do that. That's what I'm gonna do every week. Like, do you hear what I'm saying? We're we're gonna like this is what God showed me, and this is my step of obedience. Yeah, and even say it if it sounds ridiculous. I think that's one of the key things in our story yeah. is that we felt so ridiculous, but when we said it out loud into Shannon, because mm -hmm. we need each other as women, Shannon was like, yeah. "You girls have to do it," and yeah. we were like, so "Oh, like it was like some fresh faith." No, they were like, "Crap, now we have <laughs> to do it." <laughs> okay, faith and like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> definitely yeah, it's true. Faith, definitely scared. Yeah. Yes. That is so good. But it was like, okay, now I'm also kept accountable to Shannon that we yeah. have to do this yes. because she knows it's the Lord. We know it's the Lord. Okay, we're going to go for it. But it also deposited faith in us. I'm like, oh, actually, Shannon, like who she is as a woman of God and who we are as women of God, like she needs us to be 
what God's asking of us or do what God's asking of us to do. And I need Shannon to do what God's asking her to do. And so even it just develops this camaraderie of like, I need her. She needs us. Like we have to be obedient. And so I think Mm -hmm. even there's power in saying it out loud to someone saying like, Hey, this sounds ridiculous, but I burn for like seeing orphanages emptied out. And my practical step is I'm just going to start interceding for child children that don't have homes, you know, and that's not ridiculous. Like that's faithfulness going to be developed in your life. It's going to be a story and a legacy for generations to come because (laughs) you chose to be obedient. And so Jesus, I just ask Lord for a fresh baptism of faithfulness to just fall on every woman on this call, every woman listening. Jesus, we just say we sign up. We sign up for the mundane, God. We sign up for it sounding ridiculous. We sign up just to be obedient, God, because we're coming from this place of love. Jesus, we love you. We honor you, and you have the glory in our lives, God. And so I just ask for a fresh baptism of faithfulness, a fresh baptism of obedience, God. Just mark our hearts in this moment, Jesus, that we realize that you are the prize. You are the prize. And Jesus, we just say yes to you, God. So I just ask, Lord, for just a fresh deposit of faithfulness in each of our hearts. In Jesus' name. Yes. Yes, God, we just break off all weariness, too, in being obedient. God, we just break it off in Jesus' name. Will we not grow weary of doing good? God, will we hear what you're speaking? Would you open our ears, God? Yeah, and I just pray too. I just pray for that you would fall in us, God. Would you open yes, our eyes God. to see the way you see things, God? Would you open our eyes to even see your delight over us today? Yeah. God, we leave this call feeling so excited for what you want to do with fresh faith to see the things that you're wanting to do and to see your, your joy over yeah. our yes, God, yeah. over praying for those girls, yeah. over helping out that foster mom. God, we just pray that we would know your delight in a new way today in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you that it's all for you. We love you, Jesus. Okay, so we're going to wait on the Lord one minute right now. If you need to go, of course, feel free to go. But if you can stay for just a few more minutes, let's stay for a few more minutes. Father, right now, we're asking, Lord, just remind us again, like, what you've put in our hearts to burn for. And we're asking, Father, right now for the step of obedience. Where do you want us to start? Okay, so I believe that you guys have all heard from the Lord. I don't want you to overthink it. We're women. We often overthink things. So for me right now, I thought the Lord just said, reminded me, Shay, you burned for women. I'm an advocate for women's voices. Um, and And the Lord told me where to start was I need to start working at the pregnancy center down in our town. I'm gonna just volunteer every week, go down and meet with young girls who are pregnant out of wedlock. I've had two children out of wedlock. I have, a, I have an awesome testimony of God's faithfulness. And so for me, that's going to be my step of obedience. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information on Brave Love, visit bravelovewomen.com and follow us on Instagram at bravelovewomen.com.